Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to operate with optimal fruitfulness in the kingdom of heaven through the application of its principles. From episode 2, we have been learning about beliefs. I started with uh, confronting our beliefs and uh, in episode 3, we learned about uh, the factors that contribute towards the development of our beliefs and today we're going to talk about how to deconstruct limiting beliefs, how to deconstruct limiting beliefs. I want to remind you that uh, a belief is something that you have decided consciously or unconsciously is the truth. That's according to Marie Foleo. It is something that you have decided that it's uh, the truth and this could be conscious or unconscious. Therefore, what you believe may not necessarily be the truth. It could be false, distorted, or an incomplete perspective of the truth. All our beliefs need to be re-examined in the light of the Word of God, that is the Bible, the constitution of the kingdom of heaven. Remember, we are kingdom citizens, so we follow what the king says. Deconstruction of false and limiting beliefs constitutes unlearning the wrong lessons that we have internalized and this could be conscious lessons or unconscious lessons and relearning the truths that we have abandoned and learning new dimensions of the truth that we have not yet been exposed to. I'll repeat again. Uh, it is about deconstructing of a false belief through unlearning the wrong lessons that we have internalized, relearning the truths that we have abandoned, and learning new dimensions of the truth that we have not yet been exposed to. So it's a journey of unlearning, relearning, and learning new things. How do we deconstruct a limiting or false belief. The first uh, area of focus or the first step is that we need an enhanced awareness of these limiting or false beliefs. An enhanced awareness. If you are not aware, then you are not able to confront them and to deal with them. And there are two dimensions of this. There's a spiritual and the psychological. So, the, 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 in terms of enhancement of awareness from a spiritual perspective, uh, you, to deconstruct limiting or false beliefs, uh, you need exposure to the supernatural light from the Word of God with the help of the Holy Spirit. I added the earth dimension of the Holy Spirit because uh, the Word of God can become just a flat uh, work of literature if you don't have the Spirit of God actively enabling you to understand it and to contact the supernatural element that it, that it has. So this is about exposure to the supernatural light of the Word of God. The Bible says uh, this in Psalms chapter 119 verse 130. It says, uh, the unfolding of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. 
that's the entrance of the word of God into our spirits, into our soul, into our minds. It gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. The word simple there means somebody who lacks understanding, somebody who's foolish, you know. So uh, we need enlightenment. So when you're speaking about the light of the word of God, you're speaking about revelation. And revelation is about unveiling of something that is covered. So when the word of God is released to us, the light unveils the dimensions of falsehood or foolishness that we were not aware about aware of before. Secondly, just still speaking about supernatural light of the word of God as an instrument for the construction of beliefs, huh? we can look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 to 13. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 4 to 13. The, uh, the, uh, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 to 13. The Amplified Bible said uh, this. Huh? It says, For the word of God is living and active, and full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and the spirit, the completeness of a person, and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. That's verse 12. So he's speaking about the, that the word of God reaching to the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of our hearts. And verse 13 says, And not a creature exists concealed from his sight, that's God's sight, but all things are open and exposed and revealed to the eyes of him with whom we have, we have to give account. So the word of God, when it's released with the backing of the Holy Spirit, that light enters and it begins to, to penetrate even into the soul and the spirit, revealing the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. The heart is just another word for mind, uh, meaning the subconscious mind. So it goes into the deeper dimensions of us and begins to expose uh, the foundations of our thoughts, of our intentions, the motives, those deep things. And therefore, in that sense, it, ex it, ex it enhances the awareness of our false or limiting beliefs, of our distorted beliefs. The Bible also says in John chapter 16, verse 12 to 13, that uh, Jesus was saying this to his disciples, says, I have much more to say to you more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, that's the Holy Spirit, eh, comes, he will guide you into all truth. So the Holy Spirit is involved in the revelation of the truth, just as I've said, that the word of God is spoken to you. But you need the help of the Holy Spirit to gain um, a deeper insight, to get the, the, the real meaning, and, as, and uh, to that will confront the false or distorted or incomplete perspectives. So the Holy Spirit leads you into truth within the boundaries of the Word of God. So that's the first uh, 
way in which we can have uh, an enhancement of the awareness of our false and limiting beliefs. When the word of God is released to us with the activity of the Holy Spirit, opening up our eyes to see. And that's why we need to pray when before we read the word of God, to ask God to open our eyes. Because many times when we come to read the Bible, we come with our preconceived ideas. And so we we, we, we invoke uh, uh, the concepts of psychology that I mentioned uh, in the first uh, uh, in the first uh, episode in this series, that's episode two, which was uh, the first episode we started dealing with beliefs. Uh, that is confirmation bias. So if you come with preconceived ideas, you look for scriptures that fit you. But when you ask the Holy Spirit to get involved, uh, and when you use the principles of interpretation of scripture uh, to interpret scripture correctly with the help of God, you will get in exposure of light of revelation by the spirit that will challenge that will first of all expose enlighten you and challenge those limiting beliefs that have been exposed because the holy spirit is the spirit of truth and the word of god is the word of truth the second way in which we enhance awareness of the false and limiting beliefs is through psychological counseling by a qualified professional. This enhances the awareness of deep-seated beliefs and patterns of patterns of thought and behavior derived from them. Then it traces their source, that's their root cause, and facilitates commencement of the process of freedom and healing especially if these beliefs have been developed through uh, through traumatic experiences so the emphasis here is that you have deep-seated beliefs that have been caused by psychological factors like a traumatic experiences and you may not always be able to, uh, to, to, to be aware of this. Of course, one way is that you can pray and ask God to reveal you. And because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit is able to, uh, to, to penetrate, not just in terms of the mind of God, but also everything that God sees. He's able to see everything about you and bring it to the fore. But also, in addition to that, there is another way I may not call it an alternative way, but but one way in the natural realm that you can get an awareness, a better sense of understanding of what kind of beliefs you have, whether your beliefs are limiting or whether you are false. And this is uh, through the process of psychological counseling. And, I, I, and, and therefore I'm saying that it enhances your awareness of these deep-seated beliefs uh, and patterns of thought and behavior derive from them so as the counselor asks you question or they subject you to certain tests to over uh, uh, in the course of psychological assessment they are able to observe the thoughts and patterns that are associated to certain kinds of beliefs and they are also able to trace the source the root cause from a psychological perspective that is scientific 
and, 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 and thereafter to facilitate the commencement of the process of freedom and healing. And this is really works especially when you, your beliefs have come from traumatic experiences, particularly in the childhood uh, uh, in the childhood ex- uh, experiences. Some of the false and limiting beliefs that have been ruling our lives are traceable to your uh, childhood experiences which resulted in your childhood programming. Some of the false and limiting beliefs that have been ruling your life, having a dominant feature over your life, over your thoughts, over your behavior. They are traceable to your childhood experiences which resulted in your childhood programming. And childhood programming just means the emotional programming that you received as a child of tender years from your experiences. It programmed you to have certain convictions, to to decide that some certain things are true. Not just consciously, but also unconsciously. And identifying and resolving these psychological foundations that you receive from the childhood programming requires the discernment and expertise of a qualified mental health professional. For example, a psychologist, a counselor, a therapist. So you can't always do it by yourself because you don't have the understanding the technical understanding of the process by which the beliefs are, are developed in, uh, uh, from the childhood experiences and from traumatic experiences and from false information that you are given but a qualified professional can help you so ignorance of the root cause of your beliefs and behavior patterns will cause you to focus on addressing superficial symptoms or wrong areas of focus in your life. Your prayers can be focusing on the wrong issues, thereby leading to frustration and blaming God for your ignorance. Let's say, for example, you have somebody whose parents separated when they were young, in the age tender age. Uh, uh, in the tender years, maybe they were below two years or three years, you know, or below, let's say, below five years. Uh, at that time, the child could not have comprehended everything. But from a psychological point of view, the child can develop a conviction that the parents left because of them. And so they begin to feel guilty and think, like, what did they do to make their parents leave? So when this person grows up and has not gone through counseling, by a, prof- health, uh, a qualified mental health professional, the person will have a conviction that uh, that uh, the people they get into a relationship with always leave them. So they can either do things, they are due to one of two things. They can either, uh, let's say, let's say if it's a lady, the lady can either date, uh, pick the kind of people who, the kind of men who. When she dates, she is the kind of person who will leave her. And therefore, this reinforces the belief 
it 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 it, uh, it goes towards uh, reinforcing the belief even almost to a point of confirmation bias that uh, but that's not really the root the root is that it's a childhood programming that subconsciously they have developed a belief that whoever they date will leave them and so they pick a person who they have to try and, and retain and then the person leaves or some other times they pick a person or a person allow a person into their life or in, in relationships and they are always constantly fearful that this person will leave them and so they cling to the person they they are clinging in relationships because of that fear and that fear is not coming from uh, anything that has to do with a partner sometimes they can pick information that uh, they conclude as evidence that this past partner is planning to leave them but that may not be true it's just their psychological foundations trying to point to them that this that you will always be left that you are not worthy of love that you'll be abandoned but you see this abandonment issues is being drawn from a childhood experiences and so if that person has one relationship and it ends because either they have pushed away the person or they have been too clinging and the person has left or then they have another relationship even if they they do certain things that cause the relationship to fail they will conclude that they will always be abandoned or that they are not worthy of love and that's not because it is true it is their childhood programming that is driving their choice of relationship and driving their convictions so you need a psychological uh, professional a health a mental health professional a psychologist a therapist to come into the picture and to discern that this is the issue and this is drawn from childhood programming and to help in helping uh, to help in identification of the same to help the person to become aware and to to begin to unlearn that behavior to begin to uh, have their 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 thoughts reprogrammed and to begin to become aware that whenever they think like that it is not the truth it is something that they have learned it is learned behavior it is convictions from their childhood programming and then we'll have them on how to to deal with them and even from a spiritual perspective as i said in the last point that your prayers can be focusing on the wrong issue thereby leading to frustration and blaming god for your ignorance so that kind of person will be praying and asking god to bring a man that will stay or to or asking god to make them to be good enough to be loved you know to be worthy of love to be a very good woman you know but it's that's not the issue the issue is the childhood programming so they need to have the awareness and then they make uh, prayers that will deconstruct the wrong foundations of belief that will deconstruct that negative childhood programming that unhealthy conditioning from childhood and set them free so you see psychological counseling is not something that is against the word of god it's just that uh, from a spiritual perspective uh, the operation of the word of god as light and the work of the holy spirit goes far much deeper and deals from a spiritual realm perspective uh, from uh, it deals with uh, supernatural surgery that identifies the issues from a deeper dimension than psychologists can identify there are some things that 
uh, because the Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 9, it says that uh, we know in part. So, uh, so, so there are some things that psychologists know in part, but if uh, the Holy Spirit intervenes, he can enlighten the psychologist or he can enlighten the person to see deeper things. But one way, actually, is that uh, one way in which this can be sorted is actually that uh, the Spirit of God can just reveal the same truth. Huh? The Spirit of God can reveal the same truth huh? to the directly to the person or to the healthcare professional. And therefore, the person can now begin to pray correctly. The second, the first point was awareness, enhancement of the awareness of the wrong beliefs. The second way in which we can deconstruct limiting beliefs, the second step to deconstructing limiting beliefs uh, is to invoke spiritual power and authority to deal with natural and spiritual barriers to reception of the truth. Once you have become aware of the limiting beliefs, you have to know what to do next. So you have to invoke spiritual power and authority to deal with natural and spiritual barriers to reception and retention of truth. Beliefs are deep-seated issues. They require persistence in prayer and fasting to deconstruct them. This is because false and limiting beliefs are reinforced by demonic forces which establish strongholds in the mind of the person. So you have false and limiting beliefs and the enemy wants to reinforce them or he's the one who introduced those negative thoughts that resulted in beliefs by exposure to some environments and education that was not correct. Then you, 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 you end up having strongholds or the person having strongholds. And we see from scripture in this, uh, we can see this from scripture. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4, when he's speaking about the gospel, it says, And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they can, cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So you see, it's speaking about a supernatural blinding of the minds of unbelievers that the gospel is veiled not accidentally not because they do not just understand it's not something in the natural realm it's the god of this age that is satan lucifer or or he can do it even by delegated authority to other demonic forces so they blind the light they blind the unbelievers supernaturally and so the truth cannot reach them and that can also happen to an unbeliever that some of the things that maybe you do not understand about an area, it could be an area to do with relationships and marriage, it could be to do with finances, it could be to do with leadership, it could be to do with uh, prayer, the word of God, it could, uh, uh, it could, be, it could have to do with uh, 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 matters of uh, spiritual understanding, the supernatural dimension, or any other area that you are struggling with, huh? that uh, but you cannot see the truth. So the re that that 
sometimes it's not just your lack of understanding or that you need just a norm a teacher to help you sometimes the blinding of a person is supernatural it's the demonic forces the powers of darkness that have come and blocked the truth from reaching the person and that's why you need uh we're talking about the second point uh, uh, after awareness is to invoke spiritual power and authority the authority you have as believers uh, in the kingdom of heaven uh, to deal with this natural uh, to deal spiritual barriers and also natural barriers uh, the bible also says in second corinthians chapter uh, 10 verse 3 to 5 uh, it says uh, this it says for though we live in the world we do not wage war as the world does the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world on the contrary they are they have divine power to demolish strongholds we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God and we take captive of every thought to make it obedient to Christ so you see knowledge of God or knowledge about God about God and about principles of truth uh, in his kingdom uh, is the truth you know so and, and knowledge about Christ the centrality of Christ is the truth but there are strongholds arguments or pretensions that have been set in the that can be set and have been set in the minds of people by influence from the kingdom of darkness by philosophies of men that have been reinforced by demonic forces uh, uh, as ways of life as beliefs with them within the, their life huh? what are pretensions huh? pretensions according to the miriam webster dictionary are an allegation of doubtful value so we have people have pretensions that set themselves against the knowledge of god what are strongholds a stronghold is a lie that satan has established in our minds or in our thinking that we count as true but it is actually a false belief and strongholds have to be uprooted spiritually they are not things that you deal with by argument you see when you're speaking about demolishing it, it, it says that we do not wage war as the world does so we don't uh, battle strongholds and wrong beliefs uh, limiting beliefs that are deep-seated uh, by arguing with the person by persuading the person that is not sufficient you can do that but you don't but you by arguing alone will not help you you need the persuasion backed by supernatural power and authority by uh, which is uh, uh, invoked by by the application of our spiritual weapons the weapons of our warfare that come to demolish strongholds to demolish arguments to demolish pretensions so these are sports uh, uh, strongholds are spiritual so they need to be uprooted spiritually not by natural arguments and what kind of weapons do we use some of the weapons are the word of god in ephesians chapter 6 it speaks about the word of god as part of the armor of god as the sword of the spirit you see so the word of god is a spiritual weapon uh, there is also the name of jesus the authority of the name of jesus the name that he was given that is above every other name there is the blood of jesus the blood of the eternal covenant that has set us free from every other covenant and everything that limits us by virtue of the sinful nature then there is the anointing of the holy spirit the presence of god himself that with that power it comes to destroy everything that stands against the work of god or the ideas of god the truth from god 
And so that's necessary when you are dealing with beliefs, that it's not just awareness. You need power to deconstruct them. You need to, to stand in your place of authority as a kingdom citizen to deconstruct beliefs in, in your life and also the beliefs among the people that you, you are trying to deal with. Like if you're trying to preach the gospel, take time and pray and fast and deal with the strongholds in the minds of the people in, the re, in that region or in that person or in that place. Uh, uh, if you want to preach the word of God, even both to believers and even to, to believers and unbelievers, even believers, believers may have certain convictions that they have acquired that uh, they need to unlearn and 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 they may be reinforced by the kingdom of darkness. So you need a high voltage power and application of the principles of the key, of, of the, the weapons of our warfare in spiritual warfare to destroy that so that by the time you're speaking to the person, the spiritual barriers are removed, the spiritual blinding is removed. And so the entrance of your word, truth of the word of God, truly brings light, as we have seen in Psalms 19, verse 30. And the third point, the final point today is uh, uh, for for deconstructing limiting beliefs is that once you have uh, enhanced awareness, is a third, this is the third step, uh, enhanced awareness, and then uh, uh, invoked power and authority spiritually to deal with the limiting of false beliefs. It's uh, The third point is renewal of the mind with truth. Renewal of the mind with truth. The scripture says this in Romans chapter 12 from the Amplified Bible. It says this. It says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly attitudes and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable in his plan and purpose for you. So what the Bible is saying there is that we need to shun, to avoid, to not, to, to, to not conform to the patterns of this world. And how do we prevent ourselves from going that, especially when you have had a deconstruction of those beliefs by the power of the word of God, by the power of the spirit of God, of the weapons of our warfare, how do you uh, in, install now and, and reinforce the, the, the correct beliefs? Huh? It says that, we, that we, you have to do it by the renewal of your mind progressively it's, it's, and the renewal of your mind happens in a, through transformation and progressive change as the Amplified Bible is saying, as you spiritually mature, that uh, you renew your mind by spiritual. If I can read again, it says, uh, but be transformed and progressively changed. So it doesn't just happen immediately. As you continue to expose yourself to the word of God, the renewal and the transformation, the progressive change is happening as you mature spiritually. And now you are able now to focus on godly attitudes and ethical attitudes to focus on the truth according to the will of God that good and acceptable that perfect will of God so renewal of the mind occurs by exposure to the word of God and the transforming power of the Holy Spirit but in addition to this 
remember how we said in the in episode uh, three that uh, our beliefs are formed by six factors that I mentioned. Uh? So in terms of renewing your mind, in terms of installing new beliefs, you need to uh, to cooperate with what the Word of God is doing in your life, uh? what the power of the Spirit of God is doing in your life in renewal. Uh? by exposing yourselves to factors that contribute towards development of correct beliefs, true beliefs. And this is education of the truth, whether it's formal uh, education through spiritual education in church or education uh, uh, through personal development, maybe listening to podcasts like this or listening to video messages online or teaching from from ministers in the kingdom uh, who are balanced. So the education of the truth will help you there is also uh, uh, exposure to the right kind of social environment that is good company that reinforces the truth because we realize that uh, our beliefs are constructed, they are developed by our environment. That's one of the factors, our, enviro- our social environment. So if you expose yourself to the right kind of environment, then therefore you are going to uh, be able to reinforce the correct beliefs. It's not just the unlearning or the deconstruction, but the continual exposure to the correct kind of uh, uh, of comp- the good, right kind of company. Like, and that's why you say, like, when somebody accepts Jesus Christ, we put them in the company of believers so that they can be able to study the word of God, that spiritual education, but also fellowship with other believers and get reinforcement of the correct and true information about the kingdom of heaven and about life in general. And then there's also exposure to examples that's role models or uh, of truth or, envi- or, or uh, exposure to realities of truth that they have not been exposed to, to before. There's also evidence of the truth. This could be in the form of testimonies that they listen to or stories that they read. Maybe it's biography or documentaries or interviews about how truth has prevailed, how God's nature, God's character, God's faithfulness has prevailed or how people have conquered some of the things that they are struggling with, which the Bible is telling them that they can overcome. But their limiting of false belief is telling them that they will never be able to break free. So the exposure to the testimonies and the stories help them to change that view. Or and also another way to expose to them is envisioning by the by, by faith the truth that God has revealed to them. That when the word of God says something about their life, or the Holy Spirit by prophetically reveals something, that they hold on to it, they hold on to that word by envisioning the, the future, envisioning uh, a new reality that is different from the false reality that they have believed, from the falsehood that they have believed, the limitations that they have believed and have accepted. So these three ways, are the, these three factors are the ones, these three steps are the ones that you need to use in order to deconstruct limiting beliefs from or false belief from the kingdom dimension, from the kingdom perspective. The first one is that you have to have enhanced awareness. That is, uh, uh, by revelation of, of the word of God, the light from the word of God, and the, uh, or, uh, and also by psychological counseling that enhances awareness of the root causes of the issues that you're dealing with. 
The second uh, is that uh, you need to invoke spiritual power and authority to deal with barriers in the natural and spiritual realm because some things do not go except by prayer and fasting. And the third thing is that you need renewal of your mind by the word of God and by exposure to the right kind of uh, education, environment, examples, evidence, and envisioning and experiences of, tr of truth. So, today, in reflecting on this episode, I would like you to identify a false or limiting belief in your life, something that has been bothering, has been preventing you uh, from advancing, that needs to be deconstructed, confront it with the truth from the scriptures, and invoke spiritual power through prayer and fasting to begin demolishing it. You can also reflect on the beliefs that you hold that are limiting you, whether it's to do issues to do with self-concept, which we'll talk about later, or uh, limiting beliefs about God, not being able to trust God, or limiting beliefs about money, about relationships, about leadership, about authority, or any dimension of your life that you find that is... Uh, uh, is preventing you from moving or about sickness and disease, mental health, physical health, spiritual health, all those limiting beliefs that you have, even limiting beliefs about church. Reflect on this and ask yourself that why is it that you have those limiting beliefs, beliefs beyond the enlightenment by the word of God? Could it be that there is some trauma that you experience? Maybe you, could it be that you have some church heart and that's why you, you have moved away from uh, believers or from a church. Or could it be that you are abused by an authority? It could be spiritual abuse. Or, uh, or uh, abused by a family member. Or uh, you suffered some hurt in a relationship. And so you have developed certain convictions. So think about these beliefs also. And reflect on whether you need psychological counseling to help you to identify the foundations because maybe the conclusions you have made and the way you are trying to resolve them and what you have been praying and fasting about are not the correct ones because a belief is something that you have decided consciously or unconsciously is true. It may not always be true. It could be distorted it could be an incomplete perspective or it could be completely false. You need the light of the word and you need also psychological counseling to help you. So those are my two uh, assignments to you, reflections to you. If you have been blessed by this uh, uh, episode, share this message with a friend or anybody that you think may be uh, benefit from the same may benefit from the same and also subscribe to the podcast may god bless you and grant you deeper insights on these matters in jesus name amen